You're listening to the Guess Off My Soapbox podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We want to make the world a better place and share life-educated opinions and have discussions on various topics. Welcome your host. He is a jack-of-all-trades, master of none, and always wants to know, how's your integrity today? Mad Morgan! First, the universe was created. Then came the Get Off My Soapbox podcast. Thank you for joining me for today, for today and today for your episode one of the Get Off My Soapbox podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. So... Just to get started, this is episode one of a hope to be long running podcast. This is our big show, the big time, the long format. If uh, you've been sticking around for the last two weeks and listening to our Soapbox Daily, which is our daily podcast that we have, it's roughly about three to five minute shows each day. Great. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Otherwise, please feel free to check that out. All details at getoffmysoapbox.com. You can find out about this show and also the Soapbox Daily. Worth checking out. We're adding more to it as we go along. But hey, there's only one of me. So, you know, I could only do so much. So bear with me as I add more. And I'm always up to suggestions and everything else. And do what I can. Because frankly, I've just been running all over the place. And it's just wearing me out. But you know how it is when you have a busy life. Okay, so let's get started on the right foot. Since this is, of course, no, I stepped on the wrong thing there. Okay. We, uh, we're just making a little bit of a quiet environment here because a bunch of talking stuff going on outside my door. So, oh, wait, party, oh, party going on. No, 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 no. Let's take care of this. There we go. Now it's nice and quiet. We're going to be talking about dominoes, grandfather clauses, and state of the world. So let's get this started. I'm going to keep you in suspense when it comes to the actual dominoes, because I bet a lot of you are kind of wondering what, what, who wants to talk about dominoes? Why don't we just talk about Monopoly or Risk or some other game? No, no. I'm going to keep you in suspense when it comes to the dominoes. We're going to get into, of course, grandfather clauses. What is a grandfather clause? Some people are asking. Okay, well, for those of you that are not familiar with this term, because it's a little bit of an older term, okay, grandfather clause, also known grandfather policy or grandfathering or grandfathered in, is basically a provision which an old rule continues to apply to some existing situations while a new rule will apply to all future cases. And the reason why I want to state this is because of all my episodes coming down the road, I'm going to be talking on a variety of different topics. And I, they say you should always state, hey, I'm not this. I'm not a licensed professional. I'm not a... Uh, I'm not recognized, I'm not licensed, I'm not certified, I'm not this, not that. And having to repeat that every single time. And if I could remember, I'm going to, but I'm going to get out on a tangent and on a roll with some of these topics. And I really just don't want to have to keep explaining every single time. So I'm going to start off with the grandfather clauses. I am not a licensed, certified, medical, financial, psychological, anything from this point forward. Okay. Or nor have I ever been uh, medical, financial, psychological, licensed, certified, anything. I mean, don't get me wrong. I am licensed and certified in certain areas and certain things. But for the most part, let's just put it that no. But I do have a lot of variety of information and knowledge and everything else in, in some areas, which, of course, I will point out that, yes, I do speak from a level of authority. But as far as that medical, financial, psychological you know, all that stuff. You know, I don't want to people to start thinking I'm giving financial advice and medical advice and psychological advice and all this advice that I'm licensed and certified. I'm not. I have none of those big education degrees. I've been a worker, worker class for majority of my life. I've worked in casinos and I've worked in computers and I know sales and blah, blah, blah. But that's about it. All right. So I've kicked that dead horse a little more than I should, but moving forward, let's go with that. Okay, so where are we going at this point? We're going to get into the main parts, one of the main parts of the podcast for episode one, State of the World. 
state of the world. Important, 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 important stuff. Because, and I'll tell you why, because the reality is, is that we're not moving on a lot of this stuff. And a lot of the methods people are using to try to bring light to these important topics isn't gaining any ground at all. Well, maybe some, but the majority is not taking it seriously. And by the world population clock, we're pushing 8 billion, okay? 8 billion. And something's gotta be done. Something has definitely gotta be done about these world problems because we've been pushing it aside, pushing it aside longer and over and over and over. And it's just, yeah. Not good because it's going to get to the point where it's just going to be, you know, that's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. And there's nothing more we can do at that point. We are going to be completely SOL and the world's not going to be here to support us. And the time, the time is a ticking. The clock is a ticking. Okay. So let's look into a few things. Number one on the list, and I'm not a climate professional, meteorologist or weather professional, but honestly, if you cannot go outside from where you are and experience the weather on any given day, then you're living under a rock because it is very obvious about this number one thing that goes without saying. You just have to go outside and you can experience it. And this is basically, simply enough, climate change. Climate, climate, climate change. We need to seriously roll back the clock. We need to reverse things. <laughs> And go back to a point where we were actually treating the planet in a better way than we're treating it now. Because it, it, we, we just can't move forward with this. I mean, the global temperatures are rising. They are estimated to increase from 2.6 degrees Celsius to 4.8 degrees Celsius by 2100. That's 2100, folks. That's really, you know, that's 78 years from now. That's that might not not seem like a huge temperature change, but just look at this is like summer. This is August of 2022, and look of look at the weather now. This summer has been brutal. The weather's been brutal. I mean, people don't realize that major weather or sorry temperature changes like this this would cause like sev severe weather change, like severe weather crisis with food and resources and we're already experiencing that now it's not something that's out of the blue like oh oh well that's that's happening down the road now no no that's happening now 2022 okay the crisis with food resources and the spread of diseases well if you look at the last two years diseases you know covid and there's more coming out i mean the reduction of greenhouse emissions and the spreading of education on the importance of going green can make a big difference, but everybody's got to get on board. I mean, lobbying governments and discussing policies, talk, 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 you know, it's just, what's that getting? What's that getting? It's not really an effective way of making progress. I mean, they... You can you can give the lip service and say, oh, yeah, yeah, well, you know, you should lobby governments and discuss policies to reduce, discuss, discuss. That's not doing anything. The bigger thing is, is that you have a small handful of people over here that are actually doing something, okay, and they get criticized for it. Oh, they're a bunch of tree huggers, a bunch of hippies, a bunch of this, a bunch of that. And they're actually doing something, but then you got a whole bunch of others on the other side that are the problem, wasting gas and, you know, just being completely irresponsible. It's, it, it doesn't balance out when you have one half of the teeter-totter doing one way, one half on the other. Nobody's going and gaining any ground. Actually, the ground that's gaining most of the ground is the pollution side of things. And that's, yeah, the pollution side of things, which are basically catering to the climate change and everything else because people are lazy or they feel entitled or they feel that, oh, they shouldn't have to do certain things and, oh, everything's going to be okay. And, oh, I like the warm weather. Do you like the raising, rising prices? Okay, that's great for the rich. The rich can afford it, but everybody else can't afford it. Climate change affects like weather affects food growth, affects environments. You know, you have that solitude on that big piece of land you have. Okay, let's look at it this way. If there is some environments, some countries that cannot support life, these people are going to migrate, okay? 
So there's already a food crisis and there's weather crisis and all that stuff. And they're going to migrate to where you are most likely, you know, if you're the rich 1% or whatever the case may be. So they're going to migrate to where you are. And guess what? That open backyard becomes government property and gets given to everybody that's migrating. I'm just going to give you one example of the inconvenience that's going to happen to you. Or you won't be able to get workers to, you know, do all your work for you and all this stuff like that. So the rich entitled, keep that in mind. You're not untouchable. You know, doesn't matter like how, how many coins you collect. You can collect all the money in the world. That's not going to make a difference. It's going to affect you. And that's just one example of a lot of things. Okay, climate change, number one. Number one, number one. Because if, if the planet falls apart, guess what? We're all dead. It's not going to make a difference. And that kind of goes in hand in hand with everything else that's going on in the world. So number one is climate change that needs to be addressed. It's not a joke anymore. It's not something you just talk and, you know, laugh about it and everything else. It's like, no, it's serious stuff. Oh. Yeah, it's not, it's not a joking matter anymore. It's time to get down to business. Like, I can't believe that they put this policy in place not until 2030 that gas vehicles can, you know, at that point, they're supposed to stop making gas-powered vehicles. That should have been a lot sooner. Eight more years? You know how much damage you can do in eight years to the environment? To, to the climate? And weather patterns? Everything else? Like, no, no, no. Everybody should Jump on board now because it affects us all and get on it, okay? It's not that hard to understand, really, really. The rich should understand this. The average person should understand this. It's not elementary. I don't understand. I just don't understand. But it, it's it's weather, warm, prices go up, environments change. Um, hello, piece it all together. If you can't grow food, people don't eat, you starve. People migrate, take over your backyard. Pretty simple. Unfortunately, it comes down to a lot of greed. Climate change and pollution, a lot of greed, okay? So what ends up happening when you do climate change and pollution and the environment and the migrations? Well, you get migration. When you get migration, you get immigration and you get an unfavorable element that you really don't want, okay? Because along with the migration from some parts of the world, they are not the most civilized and you're going to get one of the next problems, which unfortunately happens a lot. I don't know why we all can't get along, but violence. I mean, violence can be found in the social, cultural, economic aspects of the world, whether it's a conflict, that is broken out in a city, hatred targeted at certain group of people, or sexual harassment occurring in the streets. Violence is a preventable. It is a preventable problem that has been an issue for longer than necessary. There's no reason for violence. There isn't. But you're going to get more violence when there's no food and there's unfavorable environments and there's migration. There's angry people because of the climate change and pollution. There's going to be violence. You're going to have more of that element come your way because roughly about one of every hundred people there's one psychotic person and overall in the world out of the eight billion about a billion of those people believe it or not have some sort of mental issues that they're dealing with okay now i know that doesn't work out one for a hundred okay but we're just talking greater numbers but on average one but one to every 100 people, there's somebody that has something a little bit off. Increase those numbers. That's more people that you don't want in your society. And I'm not talking about people with mental issues you don't want in your society because even I have mental issues. I suffer from panic attacks and anxiety and everything else. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about those people that are a little bit psychologically off. Something's not wired right. They end up being violent. They're social lepers. They're just completely, they just don't know right from wrong. They have no moral compass. Their integrity sucks. Okay. Fortunately, these people need to be treated, locked up, whatever the case may be, but they're a bad element in our society. And the more people there are and unfavorable conditions, the more of those will be created, especially if there are some sort of alpha that influences others. Start doing silly things like, oh, I don't know, going to some Capitol Hill, like in Canada and like, you know, honking your horn. Oh, look at me, look at me, look at me. You know, I want to invade your capital city and cause a big fuss. Well, you get crazy people like that happening and you'll get more of that. So with the violence... Okay. There comes the question about security and well-being. The UN serves a good purpose internationally. That's great. But the UN can't be everywhere. 
I mean, they're a perfect example of preventing the lack of security and well-being that is a serious global issue, but they can't be everywhere. There's only so many of them. I mean, through their efforts, they do what they can, but you have to start looking at local law enforcement. Local law enforcement has been getting a bad rap perception from different camera angles, and I think some of it's being set up, putting law enforcement in bad light. Okay, okay, here, here's the funny thing is, people complain about law enforcement, and I agree, not all law enforcement has been vetted, okay? There is people that should not be in law enforcement because a law enforcement should be unbiased. Unbiased, everybody equal, etc., etc., etc. Get a head on your shoulders, logic, everything else. In the States, unfortunately, nobody wants the job, so they hire Jim Bob, and Jim Bob has a chip on his shoulder for whatever reason, and well, that just turns really bad really fast. We don't need that. But to defund law enforcement is stupid, especially with the rise in violence because of the environmental changes, because of all the other problems in the world. To take away your security, you're going to turn that security over to gangs. You don't even want to know what they want an expectation. At least now with law enforcement, it's get paid, get paid by taxes. But can you imagine gangs running things? No, 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 no. That would just be hell all the way around for everybody. And we might as well just kiss our numbers goodbye and days goodbye. We'll just turn into an all out war. And yeah. That's not going to do anything. But hey, if you're ruining the climate and the world and everything else, well, we're all screwed anyway. So, you know, it's not like we have to worry about anything. But still, if you don't want that, maybe defunding law enforcement and your security element, probably not a good idea. And a lot of it comes down to, in some regards, the aforementioned stuff, lack of education. Lack of education about what affects environment. Lack of education about what causes pollution. Lack of education when it comes to a bunch of other elements, such as, such as, and here's the thing, with all the points that I brought up to this point, Education, other than what we're taught in school, we are also having miseducation, like education that is not correct, learned from previous generations. So that leads to a bunch of ignorance, and that's not good. This is why education is important, because the previous points that I made between climate change, pollution, violence, and security, if people are properly educated about these things, and about the world, then they won't be so ignorant. They'll be enlightened. They will want to move forward to progression, to evolution, to better things versus living in ignorance. So think about it. Where the education system fails because there's no education for everybody. They learn from somewhere else. They learn from previous generations who are ignorant because the generations that taught them were ignorant. So when you get stuff like racism and bigotry and, and all these harmful things to society, these are usually learned behaviors from ignorance previously. We don't teach this stuff in the school system. Proper education from proper institutions and proper sources are going to teach proper things for a society. But if people are not properly educated, they will learn from ignorant generations before them and learn the wrong way or they'll learn from bad sources, like for instance, gangs or people on the street or some other nefarious type source. So education is important because lack of education. I mean, more than 72 million children throughout the globe that are of the age to be in primary education are not enrolled in school. So where do you think they're learning about things? Think about that. They're learning from the wrong sources, from uneducated previous generations or from the streets, or from whatever they observe, but they're not learning the right way. Which leads to our next point, our next problem when it comes to everything in the world right now. Unemployment. If you're not educated, you can't really learn a skill. Can't learn a skill, can't get a job. So without the necessary education and skills for employment, many people, particularly between 15 to 24, struggle to find jobs and create a proper living for themselves and their families, which leads to a lack of necessary resources, such as not enough food, clothing, transportation, yada, yada, yada. And again, they turn to other sources for income, namely crime, drugs, all that stuff. They turn to those other sources to make income because they don't have any of the sources. It doesn't take much skill to drugs or do crime and everything else. It's pretty much a brainless thing. But if they had the proper education with proper skills, 
they could find employment. And that's what's important. Moving backwards, you know, for all the points we've already covered. If I go back to climate change, exactly everything I've mentioned so far down the list really stems about that, that center point of the education, right? More education, more knowledge, more knowledge means more power. Excellent. More power, more choices, more options, better economy, better social structure, and overall safety and quality of life for everybody. Okay? Everybody. Every, 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 everybody. Okay. Let's move forward on a few other little things here. Government corruption. Now, people in positions of power sometimes go to their heads. Okay? Governments go to their heads. People like to have the control, like the power. Because if they have power, they can control others. They can live an easy life and have everybody else do stuff for them. And corruption in government is something, well, the majority, not a majority, there's a, a certain percentage of people that always say the government's corrupt. I'm not saying the government isn't corrupt in any country. I'm not saying that there are governments without flaws, because there are. I mean, there are definitely corrupt governments that really exploit their people and exploit their country and everything else. This is true. But the government corruption, I mean, corruption is a major cause of poverty, because if there's corruption, it means the people at the top of the food chain, top of the pyramid, top of the positions of power are taking everything for themselves. So the poor don't get anything, right? The poor do all the work. The people in the positions of power and government are the fat cats and they live off all the work of everybody else, unfortunately. Which, you know, as you can imagine, eventually people get fed up and, you know, have had enough of it and they take up arms, et cetera, et cetera. We'll cover that another time. Corruption can be detrimental to the safety and well-being of citizens living within the corrupted vicinity and can cause an increase in violence and physical threats without as much regulation in government. So if the government's corrupt, there's no safety, there's no protection, there's no providing for your people. It's just a complete mess. But sometimes it's very hard to tell corruption in government. It's the first thing that people go to when they don't get their own way. There are certain societies that are not as corrupt as people like to make them out to be. Like, for instance, Canada. You know, that whole freedom movement, which is funny, in one of the freest countries in the world, trying to call the prime minister, uh, what was it, um, a tyrant, I think it was the words. It was quite humorous, actually, <laughs> that they would, you know, look at Trudeau going, oh, you're corrupt. I mean, and the people that have a cheering crowd, like, for instance, Trump in the States... Well, there was corruption there. He's a businessman. He only cares the bottom line power for him. But he presented in such a way that he had a following. But that's for other shows. You got to be the judge of what you feel your government is doing, whether or not you feel it's up and up and doing the right thing. So if the government is corrupt, then the infrastructure is not there. You're going to be looking at people not being taken care of. There's going to be malnourishment and hunger. And currently, there are 795 million people who do not have enough to eat. 795 million. Well, might as well just round that up to a billion. So that means about one-eighth of the world population does not have enough to eat. Long-term success to ending world hunger starts with ending poverty. Because of greed and money and the 1%. You see, one commonality, one center point you're going to see here, I find, and I've always said this for years, money is the root of all evil. It all comes down to greed. Money, 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 power, 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 greed. If we didn't have money, I would say it would be a lot better in a position. So what happens at this point? At this point, with everything else, people get desperate. They get in depression. Some give up, some get desperate, take extreme measures. It ends up being the direction it goes. It's either, you know, the whole um, fight or flight type thing. If people are done fighting and don't want to go to certain extremes, they go the other route and they just give up and they look to escape substance abuse, right? Or heaven forbid, taking your own life or, you know, something along those lines. Just you've had enough and you just want to end it all. You just don't care anymore. You know, you're just like, ah, forget it. I give up. If you're not going to turn to violence or crime or anything else and, and go that route to fight all these obstacles against you, the other side just gets lost in a bottle or lost in narcotics or whatever. I mean, the beginning of the 21st century, there's an estimated 185 million people over the age of 15 that were consuming drugs globally. 
Drugs most commonly used, of course, are marijuana, cocaine, alcohol, metaphines. I can't even say that word. It's a big one. Opiates, biotail solvents. I mean, different cases of people, both poor and rich, partake in substance abuse. And it is persistent, a persistent issue throughout the world. Petitions and projects are in the progress to end the global issue of substance abuse. Yeah, that's great. It goes hand in hand with lobbying and, you know, protesting against uh, climate change to your government. It doesn't get anywhere. We have to look at the root of the problem. And a lot of people are just avoiding the root of the problem because they can't seem to find another solution. And for me, the root of the problem is money and greed and searching of power, people being at the top of the food chain, everybody else doing the work. So lastly, as far as world problems go, I mean, yes, substance abuse is important, but you create a better world, a world to want to be in that's provided for people. All the other points, like for instance, you're not worried about global change because weather's stabled. You're not worried about pollution that's catering to the climate change. There's no violence. You feel safe to go out at three in the morning in any neighborhood or any country in the world. You have that security of being able to do what you want and freely pursue hobbies and interests and education and, you know, so you don't have to worry about the violence. And everybody is educated and everybody has access to education. Everybody has the freedom to learn, to go to higher levels of schooling. Why can't this be done? People are educated. They're not ignorant. They're not going to do these things that upset everybody. They're not going to do these things that cause people to be living in fear or do without because everybody's working for common goals. Education is enlightenment. It provides options. It provides progression. It provides advancement for the human species. The humans humans will benefit from that, but you have to get that going, right? So, you know, if the education's there, people are working. And, you know, I mentioned about getting rid of money. Well, you can be working. I see, I'm a big fan of the Star Trek reality, okay? And people are like, oh, that's just unreasonable. That's that's not never going to happen. I'm like, well, think about it for one second. If everybody pitches in, everybody's provided for, everybody does their equal share to advance the society, the planet, the species, and benefits everybody, and everybody has what they need, then you don't need money. You need something to go get it but you have to contribute. So you can't just sit around and do nothing all day, but yes, you have to contribute, get education. You have to do some sort of task that's gonna help society move along and, and advance and operate. See, this is why money's not needed. You can do this. But then the question is, well, who's at higher levels? What if people get higher education? What if people, you know, do this, do that? I mean, yes, there's little fine points that need to be worked out when it comes to getting rid of money. But for the most part, you can make everybody on the same level, same playing field. And yes, if you contribute more to advance in science or medicine or something like that, okay, you might get a little bit bigger living space. There's no reason we can't provide for everybody else. For everybody in totality. I mean, there's no reason why we can't provide for everybody, regardless, regardless of anything else from, from culture to origins to this to that. It doesn't matter. We're all humans, end of story. The way we choose to live our life and celebrate in society and, and faith and religion or whatever the case may be, it's up to the individual. Nobody should say boo to anybody else and not let anybody else do what they need to do. We'll continue on with that later on. So let's go to my last point, which is terrorism. Now, terrorism is, you know, some people are misunderstanding terrorism. Terrorism is just simply not, you know, a bunch of guys from the Middle East shooting up things and blowing themselves up. Some people are a little ignorant to that, thinking that's all terrorism is. There is European terrorism. Um, technically, you could call these school bombings and shootings and everything else terrorism. Terrorism is an issue throughout the world that causes fear fear and insecurity, violence and death. Across the globe, terrorists attack innocent people without warning. Why do terrorists do what they do? Generally, they're misguided in some sort of belief, usually religion provoked or misled. Again, please reference the education comments I made earlier. If they were properly educated and enlightened and, you know, had the greatest influences to educate them about things, they wouldn't turn to these charismatic leaders that convince them that you're doing this for a holier uh, cause or you're doing this for a bigger purpose and you're going to be rewarded if you do this and all that stuff like see that's the thing and that's where the ignorance comes in and they turn to these terrorisms 
thinking that they're doing some just holy cause when they're not. They're actually completely against that whole religious teaching that's been twisted. If they were educated, they would know better and they wouldn't be ignorant to it. They wouldn't fall for it. They wouldn't engage in such activities. There's so much, there's so many global current issues that require immediate attention. And it is very easy to get discouraged. It really is. However, the amount of progress that organizations have made in combating these problems is admirable, but there's still more to do. And yes, the world will get better if we all keep doing things and more people keep doing positive things. You stay active in current events and standing up for the health and safety of all humans. Everyone is able to make a difference in changing the fate of our world. We can all do it, but more of us have to get on board. More of us have to do that. We More of us have to not just pass the buck. More of us have to jump on getting behind things. And, and, this, is, and this is part of what I'm talking about. This is part of the reason why I started these podcasts. Because I don't think people realize their impact on society. I don't think they realize their little contribution that actually spreads out to everybody else. Okay. Everybody's important. Everybody does their part. And if you do a bad part, yes, it affects others. Okay. If you do a good part, that affects others. Now, someone would say, well, you know, in my lifetime, I don't have to worry about this. So I'm just going to do what I want. Oh, I'm too busy for that. Or I'm too important for that. Oh, look at me. I'm entitled. I don't have to do all this stuff that everyone else does to try to help things, these things. No, no, I'm just, I'm just going to sit in my own little part of the world and do what I want because, you know, life will be over before that and I won't have to worry about it. Really? Yeah. No, to you people, I just say Bye -bye. that's about it because, you know, you're part of the problem and you're that little part of the problem that snowballs really quick and there's enough of you out of the eight billion people that are doing this, making it harder for the rest of us trying to fix things. So I'm going to bring this up to, of course, the dominoes part. Now that we covered on the surface at least 10 of the issues when it comes to the planet. And again, of course, why I started the podcast, because the podcast is my way of reaching out to try to change things. Because I thought about this for years. How can I do this? Now, I supported creators over the years or doing their mission in front of a camera and videos and everything else. But unfortunately, the video market, YouTube and Twitch and everything else becomes very more about the bottom line and making money and getting money and all this stuff. And they don't care about the mission. They, they, they make a couple of videos that say, hey, this is nice. We should do this. We should save this, do this, do some nice things. And then they switch back to, hey, sponsor me. I'm not saying we don't. Yeah, you want to give donations to the podcast? Excellent. Thank you. Because that's not going to make me rich. It really is not. If you think about it, creators don't make a lot of money unless you're at that small percentage at the top. What donations do for any sort of creator like myself is frees up our time to focus on content and research and material and quality. I mean, I guess the best line from a lyrics from Meatloaf, and this pretty much sums it up when it comes to me as a creator, okay? I ain't in it for the power. I ain't in it for my health. I ain't in it for the glory of anything at all. And I sure ain't in it for the wealth, but I'm in it until it's over. And I just can't stop. If you want to get it done, you got to do it yourself. And of course, there's a line after that. And I like my music like I like my life. But yeah, I'm in it because of the mission, because of what I'm set out to do with a podcast. And that is to educate, entertain and enlighten. You got to have a little bit of entertainment in there, but mainly educate and enlighten because I don't think people realize their actions. I don't think they realize on their contribution of the planet. I don't think they understand the influences that are having such a negative impact. It's like everybody's just sitting back going, well, that's not me. I no, no, no. I do good things. It's a, it's a constant, constant, constant. It's like, it's like um, the well has only so much water and we pretty much drain the well. And the only thing is, is, is dirt at the bottom. This is where the planet's going. This is where we're actually at that point of yeah, it's mission critical and no one else is going to clean up the mess. You're going to do without. And then when shit hits the fans, you're going to turn around and go, oh, well, it's got to be the government's fault or it's got to be this person's fault or that person's fault. Not my fault. Yeah, it's your fault, too. It's your fault, too. And that's the thing. Like, if the, if the planet could speak to you, OK, if Mother Earth could actually speak to 
everybody on this planet, they pretty he she would pretty much just put it this way. You need me a lot more than I need you. And that's basically it. Planet will survive. We won't. Planet will just shake us off. Doesn't care about these points that I brought up. Doesn't care about all the stuff that we want to do. You, you know, climate change, pollution, violence, all that stuff. It's going to shake us off. Start new. It'll be good. We, we won't, but the planet will. You really have to think long and hard about that. So yes, my mission through the podcast I'm not looking for fame and popularity. Otherwise, I wouldn't be behind my persona. I am looking to make a difference. I'm not storming Capitol Hill. I'm not I'm not causing riots in the streets. I'm not holding capital cities hostage and honking horns. I'm not doing all this ridiculous stuff, which frankly just annoys people. I'm looking for a common medium that everybody can relate to and everybody can express on. And it's not throwing anybody out. People don't want to listen, don't listen. That's fine. Change the channel, change the next podcast because our podcast actually is supposed to have meaning and purpose. It's not eh, not dancing monkeys and a bunch of stupid videos and all this ridiculous stuff just to keep you entertained so you could forget about what's going on outside. Our podcast is, hey, here's what's going on outside. Here's the reason it's going on outside. And here's some ideas of what we could do about it, including you, you right now that's listening. Yeah, including you, you got to do your part. And other than me questioning, of course, it's like I do, how is your integrity today? Integrity, so you know, is basically doing the right thing when no one else is looking. That's the best way I could sum it up. Here's, here's another little phrase to keep in your mind moving forward. And very important in 2022, where we're currently at with the planet, society, countries, world. Be the change the world needs, okay? Be the change the world needs. That's what you could do today. You could do things right and you could influence other people to do things right. You have problems. There are solutions. There are. And the more people that get on this can actually make a difference overall. Okay, you have an addiction problem. You can fight it. I know I smoked for over 25 years. I quit. I've seen people recover from drug and alcohol addiction. My message to them is, hey, you know what? There is a better tomorrow. The planet can get better. The world can get better. This utopia mindset or ideas that I have, you know what? That can be a reality. It can be for everybody. We can have safety. We can have security. We can all be provided for, but we all have to do our equal share and take our ex or equal share. End of story. Okay. And at the end of it all, you end up being the hero. And everybody's happy. I mean, that would be a great thing for everybody to be happy, to be able to have everything that they need. And we don't have to worry about security. We don't have to worry about those dark corners of the world. We don't have to worry about walking down the street. We don't have to worry about just food in our fridge. We don't have to worry about, you know, the sun melting us. This is stuff we don't have to worry about and we can get there. Anyways, I'm running around in circles and a bunch of you are like, okay, okay, okay. We get it. Matt Morgan, we get it. It's fine. Move on. Let's get to our last point. Okay. So dominoes. And I, I guess you pretty much figured this out now. Dominoes. Dominoes, 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 dominoes. I think called a domino effect. Okay. And this is kind of what I touched on earlier on. Your actions affect everybody else's actions. Your words, your actions, all that. You've seen, you've lined up dominoes. I think everybody has at one point or they've seen them lined up. You'll line up dominoes in a row. You'll topple one over and they all fall down. Okay. Now here's the thing. That's the world too. You don't really realize it, but take a good look, uh, observation, really stop and look at things that you do and think about how what you did affected the people that observed it or were part of it or were around it. And think about how that affects their day, their mood, everything else. I mean, that's the thing. How will it affect them? I'll give you an example. Okay. You wake up, you didn't sleep well, you're in a bad mood. Okay. Um, you're not too nice to your kids or you're not too, you know, nice to your, your other half or whatever the case. So you snarl and you're grumpy and everything else. You don't think much of it because you're just in a bad mood. Oh, well, they'll deal with it. But now you've kind of either upset them so they're sad or you've upset them that they're upset and they're a little mad. And then they go off to their day. You go off to your day, you be mad, you get over it mid-morning. They go off to their day. You've upset your, your son, for instance your daughter and they went to school and they're not mad about the way you are they were kind of sad 
And so they're kind of, you know, feeling vulnerable. They're feeling kind of weak. And, you know, somebody says something a little hurtful to them and they just, they break down about it. And they don't pay attention and say they get hit by a car because they're focused in this emotional mayhem. There's an effect there. Your your other half, your spouse, goes off to work, is in bad mood and, and yells at a colleague and ends up getting reprimanded. Do you see where... To give you an example, how one goes to the other, goes to the other, you know, even you waking up in a bad mood and you're driving to work and somebody cuts you off and you give them the finger and then, you know, they end up crashing into your car and you guys break out in a fist fight in the middle of the street. I mean, yeah, these might sound like extreme measures, but believe it or not, positive or negative impact or actions or words or anything else that you put out there does domino along. It does. And... It goes, I don't know, depending on your age category, there used to be commercials. I think it was like hair products or shampoo. And it's like, and they tell two friends and they tell two friends and so on and so on and so on. So yeah, your interaction affects other people and goes down the line, changes their mood, their attitude, everything else. And it's very difficult to stay positive all the time. I understand it's difficult to stay positive all the time. It's difficult. Some of the strongest people do try to stay positive, but... Also, the most empathetic people that feel for the world and feel for others and care and are understanding are usually the ones that go through depression, are usually the ones that go through anxiety, are usually the ones that go with having mental struggles that they have to deal with because all that negative that they're trying to turn around and be positive, and it's overwhelming at times because there's so much of it because People are doing selfish things, ignorant things, driving poorly on the roads, throwing litter where it doesn't belong, not being courteous or considerate of their fellow person in an average day. Just keep that in the back of your mind, every action that you do. And don't get me wrong, I'm guilty of it as well. Nobody's perfect. It's very difficult to always be on the positive and always be doing the right thing. But some don't even try especially those people that feel entitled, especially those people that feel that they're better than everybody else or, you know, the one percenters, the well-to-dos, the, you know, I got money, what do I care? Those ignorant, toxic people are the problem. And they, I don't think they realize the errors of their ways. I don't think they realize the problems that they contribute to. And my advice to those that are caring, considerate, understanding productive and uh, good members of society, of any society, of any country, it doesn't matter where you are. Your job is to try to educate these people, get them out of their ignorance, get them to see the error of their ways, help them understand that their actions affect everybody else. That's important. You have to let them know. You have to educate them. Share this podcast with them. Maybe it'll open up their minds, open up their hearts. Stop being so ignorant. Stop being big douchebags that they are. Maybe they'll learn how to drive, learn a signal, you know, learn a signal and, you know, learn to treat everybody fairly and equally. Get rid of that ignorance that they learn from um, naive, ignorant previous generations because unfortunately they couldn't get an education to learn the right way. Share the, share the podcast. Let them know. Say, hey, you know what? You're doing wrong. Listen to this. These are the problems you're contributing to because you, you got to be the change the world needs. Everybody should question, how is my integrity today? How is your integrity today? Ask yourself every day that you wake up, how is my integrity today? What can I do to, to do the right thing, to do the good thing? Don't litter. Don't cut off people. Drive properly. Do courteous things. Don't don't butt in on traffic. You know, wait your turn. Let other people in. You know, volunteer your time to the needy. Do good stuff that's going to help others. Stop being so self-focused. Stop being so focused on yourself. Think about other people. Okay. Other people are important. Not just you, but other people as well. If we all get this mentality of each of us being important and each of us serving a purpose and we fill in the blanks of everything else, education and, and I mean, that's a big thing. Education, really big reason for why I started this podcast because there's too much ignorance. 
lack of education. People are not learning from accurate sources. They're learning from previous generations about bigotry and about uh, being chauvinistic and being all these bad traits. They're learning from the previous generation, which learned from their previous generation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, have not evolved and learning all these bad traits moving forward. And unfortunately, if every new generation learns these things, these problems are not going to go away. For instance, racism. And racism is not just whites against blacks. It's, I mean, it goes the other way as well. I mean, I've seen Chinese racist against Japanese. I've seen Mexicans racist against, uh, I don't know, people from Norway. It's the stupidest thing, frankly. But I mean, first of all, racism, because we are all of the human race. As far as I know, there's no lizard race or anything like that. We are all part of the human race. So is it really racism? It's just ridiculous. But that's another show. Okay, so back to it. Education. Educate, educate, educate. Help get rid of the ignorance. There's a lot of ignorance. Help your fellow person to learn to not be so ignorant and learn better ways. Everything from driving to common courtesy, to how would be a good person every single day. Work on that. As I said, domino effect. Domino, domino, dominoes. We, believe it or not, our little actions, our little actions affect everybody else. And I could go through a whole list of things that I hear and I, or see on an average day, which I can see domino affecting to everybody else. But just remember that everything you do, domino, it will affect something else. One leads to the other, leads to the other. And don't kid yourself. Unless you actually have no interaction with anybody else, believe it or not, there's still a small part of doing nothing, which actually affects others. I know it sounds stupid, but you seclude yourself. That action is going to be somebody that knows you and cares about you. They're going to be concerned about you. And that's going to be that chain reaction there. So don't think yourself hiding yourself in a box is going to make much of a difference. You still will be missed. So this is episode one. Yes, we talk about a lot of things or I talk about a lot of things. And I wanted to cover basically an introduction more so than just the trailer. A little more in depth of where I'm coming from. A little more about what my mission is. Overall, what my mission is with both the Get Off My Soapbox podcast as well as Soapbox Daily is to educate, entertain, enlighten, help the world. That's my goal. I'm not going to be your dancing monkey. I am here to help to do my positive contribution to the world. Okay. Couldn't think of any other way to do it. Video, people are too judgmental. They're too visually oh, well, if you don't look this way or dress this way or act this way, well, you're, you're not cool and, you know, we don't like you. Yeah, it's pretty juvenile, I know, but, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of bias when it comes to video. But your words are your words. People listen to your words. Hopefully they absorb the words and act in a positive way for what they've learned, what they've heard. Otherwise, flip the channel. But I'm going to do my bit. This is going to be my legacy of where I try to make a positive change and you can support the podcast and support my mission by giving positive reviews on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. You can positive comments, feedback. I will have an email listed on my actual website that you can uh, send emails to. If you want to contribute ideas or thoughts, uh, eventually I would like to do a collaboration collectively with other people interview them and talk to them about specific topics and, you know, even debates or just a back and forth or who knows, maybe we'll eventually get to a, a group type conversation because yeah, exchange of ideas is important with other people. Okay. I mean, I could yell at the top of a building, but it, you know, collaboration, cooperation, we should, more of us need to communicate better. So yeah, eventually we're going to get down that, that path. I have added uh, FAQ section to the main website at getoffmysoapbox.com. I'm going to be adding more questions as they come along to there and provide some answers to help people out. Other than that, as far as our show topics go, some might seem a little bit on the repeat. Who knows? Um, the weeklies are going to be longer. Who knows how long they'll be? At least at least 30 minutes upwards from there. And I'm going to try to make segments in case you can't listen to the whole show in one sitting because if they go over an hour that might be a little lengthy you know two three hours depending but we'll see how it goes i'm going to play it by ear i don't know what the topic's going to be i'm going to like always 
Think of something, do some research. And if it's something I feel is important, or even you as a listener, if you want to contribute ideas that you'd like me to talk about, there'll be another email address that you can actually contribute to on the Get Off My Soapbox uh, website. Also keep in mind, we do a video rendition on Twitch, also on YouTube. We also post on Reddit. We are active on Twitter. Um, and of course, every single podcast platform you could think of, we have the podcast. The podcast portion is the important part. The videos are secondary. So so you are aware. Every single day, Monday to Friday, Soapbox Daily. I do that, you know, roughly five minutes podcast. And then once that's been edited, it gets posted to the actual podcast sites. From there, I let people know via our newsletter because we actually have a mailing list and let people know. And then I go over to Twitch and I, no, Twitter, sorry, I go over to Twitter and I post it on there a link and actually the player is built into Twitter and um, yeah, so you can let's do it there. And then time allowing as the day goes on, I make the video rendition with a video graphic and everything else which goes on Twitch and YouTube and goes that route. So I try to get it out there. I got a message. I got stuff I'm trying to do. So, you know, there's a lot of different ways and we're growing right now. We're a solo act, but you know, I just really want to get people's attention and let them know that the world has errors that need fixing. So I always appreciate constructive feedback. I'm not just going to share my views. I'm going to share educated views and logical views. These are not just me talking out of my ass. This is basically stuff that I've observed. I've educated myself on. I've looked at. I'm not a certified licensed whatever, but I know human nature. Another in-depth on that later on in other shows, other topics. But I've been observing human nature my whole life, a lot of different capacities. And I've also been looking at the world. Time, time to act is now, people. First thing we got to deal with is climate and most importantly, greed and money needs to be abolished. The different classes need to be abolished. Rich, working middle class, poor. No, everybody should be leveled out on the same playing field so everybody can be provided for. All right, I'm going to wrap this up. This is, of course, episode one. For those that tried to tune in yesterday when it was supposed to be released on August 3rd, and patiently waited till today. I thank you. I appreciate your patience. Unfortunately, I had a family emergency, which required me to be in the hospital last night. So I couldn't release the episode one on August 3rd. So, hey, here's August 4th and you get it today. So thank you very much for your patience and everybody that tuned in. I appreciate that. Other than that, know that we are on those of the different platforms that I mentioned. Please check out getoffmysoapbox.com for all the details, all the links, Everything's on there. I will put provide, um, sorry, I'll provide contact information on there. If you want to reach out, that's great. Other than that, during the week, Monday to Friday, check out every morning, Soapbox Daily, which is roughly our five-minute podcast that we have during the weekdays. And of course, every Wednesday, and I try my level best to, uh, you know, if there's any unforeseen instances like which happened on episode one release day of an emergency, I try my level best to actually get those out Wednesday evening before midnight Eastern time, but they are longer shows. They do, they do require a lot more work, a lot more input, a lot more um, putting together to have a level of, qual of quality. Like I don't just turn on a mic, record, go. No, I sound edit and level edit and everything else. So, I mean, there's a process. So keep in mind, there's more that goes into it. Not just like my soapbox daily, which I could wrap up in about an hour or so, you know, there's more work to go into it. So check out our websites. Thank you very much for listening today. I am your host, Mad Morgan, and uh, I will see you either during the week at Soapbox Daily or next Wednesday for a Get Off My Soapbox podcast. Thank you. See you soon. That's all for this episode of Get Off My Soapbox podcast. Appreciate you tuning in today. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from Mad Morgan, head over to getoffmysoapbox.com for links and details. Thank, thank, thank you for listening. listening. Don't forget to follow so you don't miss the next episode.